Welcome to the What About series where we talk about therapy topics in a highly condensed and easily digested way. Our goal is to help the average person understand some of the more complex or misunderstood aspects of the mental health world. Let's get right into it. All right. Welcome to episode 17. 17. 17 of the What About series. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Today's going to be a shorter one, probably. Like, really short. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is really what the What About series was for. Yeah. We're really going to... Short and condensed. Yeah, exactly. Easily digested way. Yeah. I think you could say that about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's... You could almost frame this as a, as a PSA of sorts. A yeah, kind of an announcement, almost like a a warning, but it's more of just like a... Um, here's something you should know, like about this subject, and hopefully just, you walk away with a better understanding. Yeah, just talking about what the numbers show. Exactly, just pure data, pure research for you to go out and make your own decisions. And as you could tell from the title of the episode, it's about stress and alcohol and mm-hmm. the way they interact with each other and some of the complications that arise from that. And this piqued my interest um, from a, I got my interest piqued by a quote from Andrew Huberman from the Huberman Lab podcast. Um, a, well, it was an Instagram po- post, but it's an Instagram post of a tweet. <laughs> where he's <laughs> From a podcast. From a podcast. <laughs> um, um, but I, it came out over the weekend, I believe, and I saw it, and it, I wanted to do more research on it, so I did, and here we are. But that quote was from the Instagram post, which is a tweet, which is a podcast. <laughs> it says, A consistent effect of alcohol is that even a low to modest consumption disrupts the hypothalamic adrenal access. We'll talk about that in a minute. And predisposes to more stress, i.e. a lower stress threshold. No judgment on drinking here, but it makes people less resilient overall. And really, that's all you need to know about the episode. But please stick around because we're going to talk about that for a little <laughs> while longer. Yeah. Um, but we're pulling, for the remainder of the podcast, we're going to be pulling from a um, an article or like a, it's really just like a infographic article about the link between stress and alcohol on the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Um, we will link that in the description as well. But it's like a, it's a really, really good resource from an alcohol research book that talks about just some of the effects that the alcohol can have on the stress pathway or just stress reactions overall. Um, because we all experience stress. Like stress is really important to the way that we survive. Actually, I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone's learned in health class in high school. Maybe you didn't. There's eustress and there's distress. Eustress is the good positive stress that um, kind of pushes us along and it motivates us. Um, it's very important with motivation and reward. We need that that eustress to to kind of motivate us to live, really. Yeah. But the distress is the the negative stress, the stress that we don't need that has negative impacts in our lives that comes from things like like school and work and relationships that disrupts your normal living that doesn't motivate you that very often does the opposite and causes depression, anxiety, things like that. And other health complications that I won't claim to be claim to be an expert in whatsoever that if we had a doctor on, he would probably talk <laughs> about the, the effects of stress on your heart, things like that. And yeah. there's plenty of those as well. Yeah. And unfortunately the vast majority of people who tend to drink alcohol do so because of its stress relieving capabilities, because right. there is a strong ability to relieve the symptoms of stress. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of come from the feelings of, of distress yeah. because it's ability to, to kind of calm down. It's a, it's a central nervous system depressant, meaning that, well, stress is a central nervous system 
stimulant, basically. It turns on everything, heart rate, breathing rate, everything, and alcohol does the exact opposite. It, yeah. it lowers all of those things. Suppressant. Yeah. And so if you're feeling stressed, the natural inclination, if you drink, the natural inclination might be, you know, I can drink and it'll get rid of these feelings for me. But what that tweet <laughs> post by Andrew Huberman talks about is that over time, doing so creates an overall lower threshold for stress and the ability to cope with it on your own. Yeah. And yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the way you can talk, like you can think about it is this happens with almost everything in your body. So for example, hormone injections, when people take steroids, the big muscly guys you see on stage who are all on steroids, their hormone production capability naturally is super, super low or completely turned off because they are giving hormones uh, from an outside source. So the body's like, oh, wow, this is great, actually. I'm receiving, receiving so much, so many hormones that I can stop making production of hormones naturally and put that energy to use somewhere else because mm-hmm. the body's all about efficiency. It's going to do its best to just be as efficient as possible. So if it's seeing that it's making all these hormones and your hormone levels are through the roof, it'll stop because it doesn't need it anymore. Same thing with things like uh, dopamine for addiction, like pornography, for example. You watch pornography, your dopamine levels skyrocket, and then they drop even lower than what your normal dopamine level was. And then in order to get above just to baseline, you have to watch pornography. Then to get above that baseline, you have to watch more pornography. And then your low is going to be twice as low, even lower. So you have to continue to, you see the pattern, you have to continue to watch more porn to feel one, just normal. And then to even feel a high, you have to go to more hardcore porn and just progressive, it just progressively gets worse. And so same thing with alcohol here, especially when drinking when you feel stressed is yeah alcohol feels good when you drink when you're stressed because it suppresses that stress system Mm -hmm. the stress system that was designed for you to fight stress it suppresses it and you then feel good and so no blaming like i don't blame you at all for doing that but over time your levels your your normal baseline level is just going to be lower to be able to fight stress. And so when you do encounter a stressful situation, let's say at work, and you've been drinking consistently for, I don't know, years, months, your ability to be able to fight that stress, whether it be big or small, will be significantly less when compared to someone who doesn't drink at all or drinks very little and especially not to cope with stress exactly think about it think about your body becoming less and less efficient at handling stress and the cute little analogy that we created before the episode was for most people for the vast vast majority of people like the um the factory setting for the stress response pathway the sympathetic nervous system is the um the part of the nervous system that turns on the stress response that turns like Mm -hmm. bumps up the heart rate, bumps up the, the breathing rate, um, increases insulin levels. Your body can be more efficient at, um, metabolizing glucose. You can have more energy, all that turns up and your body becomes really effective at fighting or flighting. That's the fight or flight response. Really good. It gets really good at running away or fighting a, 
a dangerous threat. Like, and we were living on the plains of Africa or like if you're <laughs> thousands of years ago and we were living in, in teepees and tents and like yeah. in caves, that was really helpful for our survival, for our survival. We don't really need it as much anymore. That's why it causes so many problems within people. And we've talked about that before and we maybe we'll talk about it again soon. But the stress response has become somewhat antiquated where we don't need it as much, but it still turns on all the time. Right. Work, relationships, right. it turns on in almost inappropriate times. That's yeah. the whole distress that we were talking about earlier. And then when it's time to come back down, your parasympathetic nervous system kicks on to calm everything back down, to do it naturally. And our body has a natural alcohol effect, the parasympathetic nervous system to calm things back down and mm -hmm. bring things back into to balance the homeostasis, the middle ground that we've talked about before that we talked about on the Mulberry street episode on the 21 yeah. pilots breakdown, bring your body's all about finding the middle, that middle ground where it can easily maintain. It's your body's not good at being at a high or a low. It wants to be right there in the middle because it takes the least amount of energy. Yeah. But what happens is when we constantly partake of alcohol, we condition ourselves to become dependent on that alcohol. And so what happens when you, let's say you're stressed constantly from work and you come home every single day and you have a glass of wine or I don't know, like your, whatever your choice of drink is a beer, wine, some type of other spirit or liquor, you come home and you have a glass of that to calm the nerves, so yeah. to speak, to take the edge off a lot mm -hmm. of words that are used by a lot of people. And it probably feels really good and helps you calm down makes, maybe makes you a happier, nicer, better. I'm making air quotes, better person. <laughs> Um, but what that's doing is down-regulating your ability to, whoa, to cope with stress <laughs> by yourself. Like Enoch yeah. was saying, right. your body says, I don't necessarily need this parasympathetic nervous system anymore to down-regulate, to calm down when I'm stressed. Right. I can kind of turn that off and I'll just rely on this, this alcohol thing that um, makes me feel really good and I can put that energy somewhere else. I'm going right. to just, maybe I'll turn it into fat. Maybe I'll do it to something else because we might need it one day. Yeah. Because um, your body's all about efficiency. It's all about survival. So it's going to turn that somewhere else. And over time, it's just going to continually downregulate. It's going to continually make steps down. It'll be continually less efficient in dealing with stress on your own. As the quote says by Andrew Huberman, Andrew Huberman, it progressively makes you less resilient as a person overall. Yeah. So if you do drink and you find yourself getting more stressed more frequently... Just take a look at your drinking patterns. Like, when are you drinking? Are you mm -hmm. drinking when you are feeling stressed? And if you are, you're not a bad person. Absolutely. We don't yeah. want you to feel like you're a bad person for, for drinking when you're stressed. I Again, like I said, I don't blame you at mm -hmm. all. I mean, it makes total sense that you would do that. And that's, I get it. But overall, this is going to make you less resilient. And you're going to be finding yourself in way more stressful situations, distressful situations than you previously would or previously, um, or that a person in your same situation, right. what if who didn't drink, exactly. you, you will, you will find yourself more stressed than you would have before. Right. Yeah. Or if you're saying, Hmm, I used to not be stressed by this, but now I'm super stressed. My heart rates up. I'm sweating. This is really freaking me out. I used to handle this like a pro. Well, are you drinking? Okay. And are you drinking when you're stressed? And if you are, that can be a sign that your, your level of what's, what's the thing, the hypothalamus, Hypoth adrenal the hypo gland. Yeah. The, let's no, see not. here, the hypothalamic adrenal axis, hypothalamic H adrenal the HPA axis. pathway is what there it's usually go. abbreviated. 
So that is on a lower level because of your dreaming patterns, because your body has developed this um, mechanism, this coping mechanism to, you are conditioned to not produce any HPA? Is that what it is? Or not to activate the HPA? uh, So activate it because the HPA is the stress response. And so activating the parasympathetic aspect of it where it calms back down and like can kind of cope with it. So you'll, you'll feel the same amount of stress. Like the stress will be turned on. It's just that your ability to handle that, cope with it and then turn it back down afterwards. This how about your ability to stay resilient to stress will over time become less and less likely or yeah. become less and less effective at coping with it because yeah. you have the same amount of stress happening to you. Right. It's just that your ability to cope with that on your own without the alcohol is going to over time become basically non-existent if you right. continue to drink constantly. Right. So it's going to continually progressively allow less and less stress to make you more stressed. That's a good way if to that put ma- that. Like that you're going to be stressed out by less stress. Yeah. You're going to be stressed out by less and less, by more and more things and for less and less severity. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get stressed out by the smallest things. Right. In, in theory, this is what's going right. to happen. Yeah. You're going to get turned off. And you're going to get, <laughs> oh boy, you're going to get more and your stress response is going to get turned on by more and more things and for less and less. Less and less stress. S- stress. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully that's even making there you, sense. There but, you go. Um, you're going to be stressed <laughs> more yeah. and for less severity yeah like you're gonna get stressed by the smallest things you'll start to notice getting more stressed over smaller things and more stressed and noticing smaller things more yeah we're getting lost in there you go but that's kind of what it is and that's how most drinking problems start exactly especially when it gets really bad because they it starts off by a lot of stress they feel stressed they drink they feel a little bit less stress they drink they feel stress drink and so it gets into this just really unhelpful cycle. Whenever you feel any type of little stress, you drink. And so it forms that habit of always drinking, no matter what level of stress you feel, you have to drink. Because your body naturally isn't going to be fighting stress because it hasn't needed to because it's, like it's it been so to. reliant on stress mm-hmm. or on the alcohol to, yeah. to suppress that. So there you go. Yeah, I guess to sum it up, Alcohol does a really good job at mimicking the effects of the parasympathetic nervous system, which calms you down, like naturally. That's the part of your body that naturally calms you down after a stressful situation. It mimics the effects of that. So your body basically is like, I don't need to do that anymore on my own because I have this little liquid that goes in my stomach and (laughs) this person's doing it a lot. So I don't need to do that as much anymore. And so it turns that down, which in some it makes you less and less effective at handling that stress and makes you more sensitive to stressful situations. So you might notice something stressful that someone who doesn't drink that has your same level of anxiety sensitivity would. Yeah. So you have two people have similar levels of anxiety sensitivity. If you drink, if you drink constantly in reaction to stress, you will be more likely to respond to and respond negatively to that stressful situation. You'll become less reliant you'll become less reliable in stressful situations and you'll become more distressed in stressful situations. You might become distressed by you and like good stress. That's another yeah. thing like that you might become stressed out by good stress and therefore yeah. you become less productive as a human. And that's where you get into the alcohol abuse and alcohol 
like the substance use disorder yeah where you just become reliant on the alcohol exactly it depended on it that is your basically as important to you as water is to to you as well that's basically what dependency is like you need to survive and people can you can actually die from alcohol withdrawals as well yeah so um if you choose to drink i guess this is our public service announcement that we talked about earlier yeah if you choose to drink please don't do it in response to stress avoid the tendency to drink to relieve your stress you're only going to find not only you will very likely to find negative impacts on your life because of that again we're not knocking drinking if you choose to do that just choose to do it in healthy situations that don't involve you trying to avoid stress be aware of when you do it Hmm. and if you do it when you're coping with stress it may not be the best for you. And yeah, so just, just try and rethink that. See if there's another time you can drink instead or find a, a better coping mechanism to cope with that stress right. rather than just alcohol because that is far more detrimental to you than really anything else in the yeah. long run. Like, it, like with most substances, how about this? Substances are never really going to be your friend when it comes to dealing with stress. And I, I speak with that broadly. This is the situations, of course, but broadly speaking, substances are not your friend when it comes to stress relief. Yeah. And maybe we could do a follow-up episode next week when it for healthy stress relief. Maybe we could do there that next week. So tune in next Thursday yeah. for healthy stress relieving te- yep, techniques. But um, yeah, from your two friends here at What About Therapy, <laughs> we just ask you as friends to maybe... Be aware of your drinking habits and maybe avoid drinking in stressful situations. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed us. We hope you... (laughs) We do hope you enjoyed us. Honestly, we do. do. Yeah. We do hope you enjoyed us. And thank you for joining us on this merry-go-round. Hopefully it made sense. Of an episode. Um, I mean, I had a lot of fun. It was great. I did too. And if you want to maybe get some more sense out of it, we will link the article that makes amazing sense down in the show notes so you can read through it. And please do. Yeah. So we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? Yeah. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? Yeah. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy?